Hi, everybody, and welcome um, to the Undo Anxiety Podcast. It is the morning of November 9th, 2016, and um, the name of this podcast is Undo Anxiety. I would imagine that some of you feel that the anxiety you're experiencing today is pretty well due. Um, in the short time that I have been awake today, um, and that Donald Trump has been named our president-elect. Um, I've had some interesting experiences. Um, I had a man in Starbucks stop me and say he's never been um, so mortified and embarrassed to be an American. Um, I've had clients write me. Uh, a girl in college wrote me and said she's afraid because uh, her college is in the South and, um, and she doesn't know how people are going to treat her as a woman going forward. Um, another man in Starbucks said that his wife works at a hospital and her friends working there who are Muslim are already asking today whether they need to go back, go home, get out of here. Um, fear is, is running rampant and there is um, this propensity, because I think we're shaken, a lot of us are shaken. I. I am shaken. I'll speak for myself um, and, and kind of in disbelief because I had this strong belief, this silly belief almost in retrospect already that, oh, we were going to elect our first female president. Hillary Clinton was going to be president. I was certain of it. Um, and so a, a, a woman um, who I have a lot of respect for, went to high school with, wrote me this morning and said, hey, can you weigh in here about how we talk to our kids about this, um, and so I feel compelled to talk while while this is raw, and and maybe be open to the possibility that this all changes. Um, but um, here's here's what I think happened. Um, here's my my little post mortem that uh, has nothing to do with Nate uh, Silver or uh, Anderson Cooper or Jake Tapper or any of the prognosticators. Um, I, obviously, everybody got this wrong. Um, and this is my sincere belief about what happened. Um, if you'd asked me a week ago, I would have said, mm, the Trump supporters are filled with fear and judgment and ego. And so they are electing this narcissistic man who is filled with fear and judgment and ego, um, and bluster and, you know, and, and they're getting behind him and it's going to be, because love wins and kindness wins, it's going to be a failed effort. Um, what I realized today, this morning, and, and late last night, is mm, that's a little arrogant of me, isn't it? Because even those of us who felt differently, voted differently, we were filled with our own degree of fear and judgment and ego, right? Because we all thought we were on the right side of things. We all thought we were better than, you know? So, so I've written a few things lately that about Trump that says, you know, hey, he is creating this illusion that there's an us and a them, and them can be women, Muslims, black people, um, almost anybody else on the face of the earth, anybody who disagrees with him about anything, he's creating an us and a them. And somehow it struck me this morning that, oh, I've had a them in my head the whole time. Them, those Trump supporters, those morons who could possibly support this guy. And so 
the idea of listening to these people, of hearing what anything they have to say, because we we see these sound bites, right, of these horrible moments at a Trump rally, right? And, and we think like, oh, that's it. That's all of them are like that. Oh, my God, what's happening to our country? We need to be afraid. We need to hunker down. We need to get our asses to Canada, man, before it all hits the fan. But we're also creating a them, right? We've created a them, too. Anybody who thinks they were righteous, who thinks they were better than anybody here. So, so we can t- do a couple of different things today. We can call today a national day of mourning, right? Because we have elected this moron to be president of the United States of America. And um, we can play that card. It's, it's easy. You know, um, people are playing it all over the place. I hear it on the radio, heard it on TV last night. Um, everybody's shell-shocked. I can see walking down the street to work today. I could feel it. Um, there was just a look on this one girl's face, and she looked grief-stricken. And I think that's how a lot of us feel. Um, we had a, a, a thread going with some friends um, just texting back and forth last night about how we just can't believe this happened. But I think a lot of it is our own judgment. We're not listening either. Nobody is listening. So a man wrote on a Facebook post I put up this morning about how, hey, you know what? Things work out. There are checks and balances. And if we're kind to one another and we do better, hey, no one man can take that away. And a guy I routinely, I think, disagree with on most things of of substance supported that. And he said, that's true. I think it's all going to work out. I think it's going to be okay. Now, there wasn't an element of gloating in what he said. I think he wanted people to know that things were going to be okay. So the question that was posed to me was, how do we talk to our kids about this? And I think we have to talk to our kids about this the way we think about it, the way we talk to each other about it. We need to shift fast in the way we are thinking about this. And because we, if we don't, we're going to drive fear and judgment and ego in our kids. So the, this idea that, that good wins, that kindness wins, that listening wins, that not being fearful and judgmental and ego-filled wins, this can no longer be crocheted on pillows as pablum. This has to be the way we live our lives. And that's what we tell our kids. You know, We might even tell our kids, um, I'm not sure we did this right, but it's going to be okay because we are going to be good and we are going to do better. And we can empower our kids by saying the way you do better is you are not going to be a bully. You are going to be nice to the kids sitting alone at the lunch table. Little gestures like that, you know, um, you know, you are not going to judge people. You are going to open your mind, open your ears, and listen to people. And me, mom, and me, dad, we are going to do the same. So we're going to create a cultural shift. And maybe if the shift is big enough and we can put our fear and our judgment and ego to rest enough and we can listen more and, and pontificate and be self-righteous less, maybe this will all turn out okay. Maybe we can have some impact even on a highly narcissistic, closed-minded man 
occupying the White House. Maybe there's hope. But what I know, just from the human condition, and man, it's all I study, it's all I think about all the time, what I know is if we choose not to do that, not to go that route, and fear and judgment and ego rule the day, well, then we've got a mess on our hands. Then I think the Dow goes haywire. Then I think we give this man license to take the microphone in the press room um, in the White House and go wherever he chooses to go. Then I think we have every reason to be afraid, right? And our undue anxiety rises through the roof. But our choice is to empower ourselves and empower our kids. Be good. Be better. Be present and focused and kind to everyone. Because, yeah, man, I really sincerely recognize mm, it's not just them. It's not just them. It's all of us. And we are all in this together. We are all one, whether we like it or not. And so we best start listening because this wasn't an accident. <laughs> this didn't, this, we didn't stumble upon this. This wasn't a vast right-wing conspiracy. <laughs> this wasn't anything but an election. And this man was elected because people feel a certain way. And those of us who are absolutely baffled by that need to listen to what people have to say without hate, without vitriol. Um, I suspect ugly moments that are going to be divisive, but in any moment, we have the opportunity to take a higher road, to take a beat and think, what's this person really about? What's this person re really mean and really trying to say? I'm sorry, I'm kind of choking up. <laughs> um, but, but, but I mean this so sincerely that grief is not the right response here. I'm confident of it. We need to come together here. And I don't just mean those of us who are like-minded. That didn't friggin' work at all, right? So we need to hear from those who think differently than us. Because, man, I'll cop to it. I've only been listening and reading to things that are consonant with what I already believe. I haven't been looking to learn anything new. I thought I knew. Well, I don't. I have a lot to learn. We all do. Um, so my wish for all of us today is hope. Hope in our houses. Hope for America. Hope for your children. Don't let your children be afraid. Empower them. Tell them that they have some control over how this goes. Because there's not just one representative of America in the world. I think there are 300 million of us. And your child can be one of them. And you can be one of them. And if we handle this with a degree of grace and availability to one another, and we start smiling and connecting now, I got to think that that energy is going to be the thing that carries us through this. And maybe we needed this to happen in order for there to be a hard reset and change. So I wish you hope, and I wish you peace. My God, I wish you peace and, um, and availability, openness from fear 
and judgment and ego. It's November 2016. Donald J. Trump is our president-elect, and today has to be a good day, and tomorrow has to be a good day. We owe ourselves, we owe this country, we owe this world, and maybe most importantly, we owe our children that. Right? Let's do better, starting today. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you next time.